Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from Austin, Texas. Sally is still here, thankfully. What's up, Sally? How are we doing today? I'm a little beaten down. <laughs> God, that's... You, okay, you can't start super low energy two episodes in I'm a row. I'm not low energy. I just... I'm beaten down. What is it? What has you beaten down today? We're recording on a Monday. Yeah, Mondays suck. Um, And I had today off, and I spent the day dealing with wedding stuff are you emotionally reeling from last night's game of thrones yes partially okay i think it affected my mental state more than i realized but wedding stuff has you beaten down yes don't share too much because we can't i mean will can't know some of it but will can know will's gonna do a lot of the planning i've already put that on him but part of it is wedding dress related yes i i just got back from a wedding dress fitting okay yeah. She did tell me that my body was perfect the way it was and I didn't need to lose weight. So that was uplifting Aww. a little bit. Even That's very I nice. I don't agree with her, but thank you to <laughs> okay, my okay. seamstress. Uh, producer Dave's in the building. What's up, Dave? Yeah, I pretty much had the opposite day of Sally. So I just went to the gym. You didn't go to a wedding dress fitting? S- some guy told me I look like a little bitch. <laughs> He's like, your body is not perfect. Hit the weights. So I was like, all dude, right. you need to throw more weight on the bar. What yeah, are you doing? Sorry, dude. What are you doing, Dave? Yeah, hey, man, I'm chilling, dude. Happy to be here. Are we? I'm happy you're here. Should Will and I both join Lifetime so y'all can be our like? What? If, ooh, I just had an idea. It's so much fun up there. What if? What if we like draw straws or something, and one of you takes Will and the other one takes me, and we train as a competition before our wedding of who's going to get the most fit? That'd be great. That's content. Lifetime Fitness is missing two things: golf and alcohol. Those are the only two things that separate that from a country club. I'm not kidding. Everything else they have. It's, I know. I'm it's just incredible. talking about getting no, I know. I know. for my wedding. I'm just trying to sell you more on Lifetime Fitness. On the amenities. What's the, it's so nice. What's the place I always see your sisters working out at? Castle Hill. That's that a like local, a CrossFit That's style? a local gym that's very much like a Lifetime, but it's like Austinized. Is it only. hit? It's not. They do hit classes, but it's like a it's like a gym, and then they have classes. It's a it's like a bougie bougie boutique gym. Yeah, exactly. Okay, they get after it. Is it in Westlake? No, Terrytown or it's in like mid. It's on Lamar. Oh, really? Like next to the tavern. Oh, okay. Austin people. For the record, Lifetime. This is not Spawn, but it'll sound Spawn. They offer classes. Mm -hmm. They've got like the the Soul Cycle equivalent, and then they've got like your standard like Pilates, and then your I don't know. That's how this bar gym is that my sisters go to. I'm just saying I had that brilliant idea. Maybe we need to make something of it. Like people can follow along on our fitness journey you on better Patreon. pray to God I don't get Will. You can't. I'm just going to pack him full of muscle. You he's can't. Just gonna be, I mean, Will, he's not going to do it. What if we bet a lot of money or something? Let's get money involved. Okay. We can get if him the in the there If the listeners somehow. have ideas about how to make this an interesting, we've got, we're about a year out. I think that's enough time to really like. That's plenty of time. Meet our goals. You can totally transform oh, your yeah. body in a year. Totally. Yeah. You can do it in six months. You could do it in, honestly, two months. Okay, but mm. I, I want to do it, like, I want to do the slow play. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, smart. Let, yeah. yeah, let's not scare him away. Hey, I just want to point out that Dylan once called a hit class an H-I-I-T class. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard anybody call it a hit before. Because <laughs> to me, H-I-I-T, the double I, you, you don't say that hit. It's, it's just like easy. height. Height. Or, it's like just, my my brain didn't I didn't translate. Sorry, man. I also said spli today on. Oh, Will the, told me the, about that. <laughs> I know. How is, I don't know. The, how was HG spli? HG, HG supply sp- is really good. I'm I'm so glad they flamed you for that too. Yeah, I, I just 
why don't why not just spell out the fucking word? I, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. I think they just try to take out all the vowels just Come to be on. hip. Annoying. Okay, sorry, that was a big tangent, but no, it's okay. That's why we're here. Uh, the hotline number eight 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 three six two mail m a i l. That's eight 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 three six two six two four five. If you would rather write in, you can do so. There's a link in the Twitter bio. That's at mail and podcast. We have seven questions today. One of which is a voicemail. Let's jump right in, Dave. Hey, Dylan. Love the show. Quick question for you all. I know you guys are dog people. Shouts to the Rand Man. But how far are you willing to go financially for your dogs? A guy I went to college with recently dropped $2,000 on getting his dog vaginal reconstructive surgery. Where do you draw the line on medical care for your dog? First of all, vaginal reconstructive surgery? Uh, Rosie almost had to get a vag rejuve, okay? So it exists. But reconstructive sounds different from a rejuve. She she had something like with her. She I mean that's a or something, she's, right? she had a or sorry, her vulva. She had a recessed vulva. Recessed rejuve. vulva. A vagina juice, yeah. Uh, they they thought about what several different vets have different opinions on it, but a couple of vets told us that they thought she needed surgery. Our current vet, who is amazing, told us he did not think she needed surgery, but it was going to cost about that much money. So yeah, um, it I, exists. I had a a basset hound. He passed away from cancer several years ago, but he he had a really bad back issue. His back basically gave out. And the surgery was $5,000 to repair it. Uh, and this was a time I, I didn't have much money. I was, I was with my ex. We, we didn't have much money. And we had to legit take a loan out to pay for this damn surgery. It was five grand. Um, that's a lot. That's, a, that's pushing it for me. I was like, oh, my God. I can't like let my dog. It was either put him down or have the surgery. And uh, it was probably like six or seven at the time, I think. I'm not going to say a number, but... I mean, I'm going to go to great lengths. Go to great lengths. I'm not afraid to take out a loan. Right. If it's not going to completely decimate you financially. Yeah. Just because you got a a pet. You got a responsibility. I mean, y'all know that the issues we've had with Rosie recently, I think, basics. expressed his uh, distaste with our old vet that got a lot of flack on a different podcast. We now are at a great vet, but she got really sick while I was in Tulsa. Um, and that cost probably about $800 for one vet visit. And they, like, we got it. They were like, felt so bad for us. They gave us a discount on yeah. a lot of stuff. So it would have yeah. been way more than that. This, this vet doesn't offer cold brew coffee. They po- don't post five o'clock. Honestly, this vet is like my dream vet. They're just like, it's like him, his like assistant. Who's like 80 looks exactly like Willie Nelson. And like their like receptionist who's awesome. I just I had a problem with the old vet and actually have found out that that old vet also misdiagnosed another dog that lives in our apartment building who had a bone stuck in its stomach for like two months. Mm. And those people spent five thousand dollars getting the bone taken out of the dog. So anyway, Damn. I I did recently like a week ago or two weeks ago when Will and I were in Mexico, we were talking about this with some of our friends. And we got absolutely flamed for not getting Rosie pet insurance. And I was kind of like, eh, because my grandfather is a vet. So half the time I call him, I'm like, this is what's going on. He gives me like the answer or just calls her medicine in. Um, I don't, I still don't know that Rosie needs pet insurance. I mean, she. Yeah, I don't know if it's worth it or not. What all does it cover? I mean. Well, so you can get like catastrophic pet insurance where like if they get hit by a car or something, that's going to pay for it. Or you can get just basic where, um, 
they'll pay for like their annual vaccinations and like a checkup once a year and whatever. And then you can get the full blown like catastrophic and that anything in between. So for what Rosie has with her like hormone incontinence or whatever with her possible vag rejuvenation surgery, like we would have had to have the full blown because it wouldn't have been covered in catastrophic and it would have been covered it for basic. And so that depending on what the breed is like $80 a month. And so I was like, eh. That's more expensive than I would have guessed. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I'm a student. We And at the time, like when we got Rosie, we were like, yeah, we're not going to spend money on that. Now, looking back, it probably things would have shaken out about evenly. But if you've got a breed that's like prone to having health problems, like you know, like like a bulldog or something, you should probably just do it. Very fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think any single one of us, like if Randy – broke his leg or tore his ACL, which is like a very common golden retriever thing, you would probably get him surgery and like do the Oh hell yeah. I wonder if the insurance is more expensive for for a breed like it is an English bulldog. So the people that we were talking to about the insurance, they had a dog that had cancer and it like covered I mean they've the amount of medical bills they had for this dog and their insurance covered all of it. It was crazy. That's awesome. But it cost more for certain breeds because they're just prone to more issues. I I would. I used to be like, no, we would never do that to Rosie, and now I'm like, I would do anything for Rosie. I. Yeah, one of the, one of the cool things about vets is, I mean, they are definitely not in it for the money. They don't. Yeah. Make, they don't make a ton. They don't. And so if you're in there and like you 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 love your dog and your dog is struggling and it needs like extensive surgery, a lot of times they'll like they'll cut you a deal. But well, like, they want to help the dog. That's not what our, our problem was with the other vet was like just like a whole corporate thing that they weren't really like willing to work with us whereas like the vet we're at now is like very personable and loves like it was just really awesome but i think it's all about getting a good fit and i don't think that your friend spending two thousand dollars maybe vaginal rejuvenation i don't know that's probably what rosie would have had to get though he should have tried figging figging what's figging you guys aren't familiar with that no why don't you tell us look it up Figging? Yeah, I'm surprised you guys don't Can know. Can you that. just tell us so we yeah. don't have to Google it online? Well, I think it's you. inappropriate. It's, uh, no, it's not. I mean, it's it's just a real thing. It involves uh, ginger root. Um, and uh, should I go to the Urban Dictionary? No, figging. A peeled ginger root shaped like a slender. Okay, this is what shaped like a slender butt plug inserted <laughs> into the anus without lubrication of any kind. What's this supposed to do? It rejuvenates the 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 anus. The ginger the juice has caused pain and extreme horniness. I don't what think that fuck? you should be sticking this is a, real a, thing? a ginger. I heard it on a podcast. The a other ginger day. butt plug up your dog's crotch. That's going to definitely cause more health problems than. Pe- continuing on from Urban Dictionary, the person, <laughs> the person belonging to said anus, become twitchy, jumpy, and very lively. The effect like lasts this. for about 20 minutes th- or more, depending on I think it's like a Gwyneth Paltrow thing. What's her thing? Oh, a goop. I think it's a, a goop thing. Oh, my Dave, God. what's wrong with you, man? I just, I'm just saying. I don't think... It's a, a rejuvenating thing. I don't think figging is the answer here. Well, look, don't... Look, go to a, a licensed medical practitioner before you do anything. I'm just saying. And definitely consult your vet before you do it to that's, your dog. That's what I mean. Poor dog. Well, okay. Remember the moral of the story is, I think we would all spend a lot of money on our dogs. Have yes. you ever had raw like raw ginger before? Oh yeah, it'll light you. It'll light you up. It is so hot. You know what I do? People forget how hot it is. To stay regular, just let's pull back the curtain. Bowels. I put, Bowel I put 
I put raw ginger in every smoothie. I mean, if you're ever like having issues, you you will go to the bathroom. I don't have great problems there for the tummy. It's it's I, a, it, it is great. Dude, your gut biome's trash. I'm like Everybody the most efficient it. pooper in America. But like, I swear. it makes my gut biome feel amazing. I, know I can. That I Sally's have. got a good biome, Dylan. Yeah. You not so much. You don't know about my biome. You I can tell my biome is great. I just exude good butt. Explain gut, why gut my biome. my bowels are so awesome and regular, Dave. It's I'm a machine. Yeah. This is this body's an incinerator, dude. Dave. Dylan seems like the type of guy who like re- relies on Metamucil fiber uh, wafers. You I don't know? take anything. You popping Medis? <laughs> oh, you're, spo- you're supposed to give me a starter pack, a, a vitamin starter pack. We'll we'll talk about it at the end of the episode. Okay. okay. Oh yeah, I want to hear this, Dave. Let's get to the another next one. one. Hey guys, I need help handling future dinner splitting situations. Since y'all are clearly experts, I was at a bachelor party in Charleston, and we all went to a nice dinner on the last night. After the eight of us sat down, one guy ordered wine for the table before anyone had a chance to order something different, and he'd also decided that we were all splitting some small plates before our meals. Aside, this guy sounds like a power player already. Yeah. Love this guy. <laughs> he sounds like a baller. At the end of the dinner, the check was split evenly so that the groom's dinner was covered, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. I was the youngest by about five years, I'm 25, and the oldest was 40. Being the youngest, I wasn't going to cause a scene, but I'm not necessarily rolling in dough and was low-key looking to avoid spending a whole lot at dinner. So what's the move when you realize the check is being split evenly? Do you address it at the start of the dinner or do you charge it to the game and then drop the bag to keep the peace after the meal has ended? Charge it to the game is a great saying, by the way. He worked a lot into that last sentence. He did. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this can just open up a conversation, a general conversation about like check splitting etiquette. But I will say this about this situation. If this was just a random night out on a Friday with the squad and significant others or whatever, um, I would have a little, I would be a little bit annoyed by the guy ordering wine and then small plates for everyone. Oh, absolutely. Totally agree. Um, I would have somewhat of a problem with that. Like, dude, how about you just let me order my own shit so I can kind of have somewhat, some control over what I spend at the end of this thing Mm -hmm. and what I'm going to be drinking and eating. Um, But. Because this is a an out of town bachelor party, you kind of signed up for the whole charade here, right? Um, you need to expect there's going to be one night where yes, y'all go balls out at dinner. There's exactly um, on an out of town trip like this. There's one nice meal. You need to be prepared to shell out a little bit, and some stuff like this is going to be out of your hands a little bit. And if someone wants to order a, a couple of balls of wine for the table, that's something you need to be prepared for going in. So I don't feel bad for you here. You should have known that this was a, a legit possibility going in. I will say this. Sorry, Sally, go ahead. No, you, you say your thing. Just real quick. If you're the dude who goes into the dinner, and I'm going to assume that the guy ordering all the stuff might make a lot of money or mm-hmm. put off that vibe. Normally, you just you cover that. Right. Like, there's usually one guy who likes to you know swing his D a little bit and show off. That guy covers that stuff. I think you at least cover the wine. So that's another part of the etiquette. If you're being the guy who's ordering the wine, like pick a reasonable bottle, pick a $40 bottle. If you're ordering like a $70 bottle, you're paying for that bottle. You should. Be. Great point. I like not everyone's going to do that, but I think that that's the correct and yes. If the decisions you're you're personally making are affecting how much other people are spending, you need to be responsible about it. And I've been at dinners before where somebody's ordered like a hundred fifty dollar bottle of wine and then made us all split it, and it was a shitty move. That's tacky. yeah, that's a shit move. And honestly, like that was a situation where I literally pulled aside his girlfriend and was like, "You, you need to rein him in. He needed to pay that. Yeah. The the you thing said about that to her? literally, I What'd was like say? pissed. She was like, "Yeah, you're right." 
and but we still all ended up paying for it. So damn. Anyway, the the small plates thing, I also agree. Like it's a bachelor party. You just kind of have to eat it and just take like your the if you know that going in, my my philosophy on that is like we're gonna spend a bunch of money, so I'm not gonna like be frugal when it comes to getting my entree. Like I'm not gonna like get the lobster, but I'm also not gonna like feel bad for ordering a twenty five dollar entree instead of like getting a side salad. Yeah, when when checks are being split evenly, the highest priced item on the menu is off limits. I think I agree, but you also don't need to like be trying to be money conscious because your people are not going to be money conscious. Yeah, and if it like, says market price next to the item. You should not be ordering it if it's being split evenly. Um, the small plates I agree on. I think that that's even when we go to dinners now, it's kind of like a hey, should like we're all maybe all three of us plus unless like, there's a discussion about it are sitting around. It's like hey, do y'all want to get appetizers? You have a discussion. That's sure. the that's also the correct thing to do. Just as some general etiquette, I think. What are your thoughts on credit card roulette? Uh. <laughs> I love it. Either goes really well. It goes well or, or it sucks. Super shitty. I I personally don't play because I am not ready to pay for a dinner like that because I don't have the finances to do that yeah. right now. The way we usually do it with uh, like my my group of high school buddies is whoever proposes credit card roulette has to put two cards in themselves. Oh, that's actually so. Will played it recently with my sister's fiance and little brother and some of their friends, and they had two or three people split it. It was a pretty pretty big group so they like a couple people split it it was like the last few people to get chosen which i agree with i've played credit card with roulette where everyone was gung-ho and then the person lost and refused to pay which i think is shitty yeah i just think do not play it first of all if one person's like i don't think we should do this you shouldn't do it but also like everyone has to be in everyone has to be in and also don't do it if you aren't ready to pay the entire tab and don't do it if it's just an outrageous bill right that's if it's 1200 bucks or whatever no it's not fun for that's not fun for anybody. my brother-in-law when he was playing in Toronto he was at a like dinner with all of his new teammates like right when he got called up and he was right about to propose to Natalie and he literally said like they went to some crazy expensive dinner like ordered you know just absurd shit they just stuck him with the bell they didn't, it was not roulette, no no right? they played credit card roulette oh, okay. he said I really really don't want to play I'm like about to spend all this money on a ring and he lost he they made him play and he lost. How much was it? It was like several thousand dollars. I made yeah. him buy like I would say five digits, five figures. You always uh-huh. hear that story nope. like uh, that that happened to Dez his rookie year. Yeah, yeah. and it was like a twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. It twenty five like, grand. It, yeah, oh, I think man. I think that they ended up feeling bad for him, and a lot of people paid him because they knew how pissed he was because he really really did not want to play. And he's with like. You know, like vets, too. It wasn't like all rookies, right? Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, those guys, I mean, they're obviously, they're making really good money. I think the league minimum is like 500 grand or something. It was, yeah. Oh, God. You want to talk hymns a little bit? good question. Yeah, let's talk hymns, man. Dylan, I don't know about you, but kind of wish I'd been in on hymns a little bit earlier, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I do. And it makes me want to jump on the train a little bit, too. Now's the time. If you don't know what hymns is, it's a wellness brand for men Launch a preemptive strike on those bald spots, man. You have to. 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. They don't see it coming, and by the time they realize it, it's too late to do anything we, about it, Dave. We read that stat like every other week, and it never, it just always hits me. If your hairline's creeping back, if you're starting to notice a little thinning, it might be too late. You know? Yeah, but 
You know, there's still time for you. Even if it is creeping back, you can you can you can grow that you stuff back it. for the most part. Go to forhims.com, your one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Okay? Thanks okay. to science, baldness can be optional. And you can do this from your couch. Post up at the coffee shop with your lappy. Wherever you want to do it. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. Just answer a few quick questions. The doctor will review your case and they will prescribe you. These are real products. This isn't this ain't snake oil. This ain't your grandpa's hair stuff, man. No, man. This ain't gas station over-the-counter stuff. This is the real stuff. Order now. Our listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today. While supplies last, go to 4 slash mail-in. 4 slash M-A-I-L-I-N. Get that $5 trial. That's pretty good stuff. And see website for full details and safety information. This would cost you hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. Indeed. Let's do a voicemail. Let's do a voicemail. Good morning, Sally. Dave. Greetings from Louisville, Kentucky. Quick question. Kind of concerning the derby we just had, and it was controversial, but Bob Baffert, look him up, the, the horse trainer. Tell me his blue sunglasses are not the longest running bit in sport history. Try to find a picture without his blue sunglasses. It's impossible. I mean, it just blows my mind. It's got to be the longest running bit ever I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Uh, yeah, love you guys. Uh, keep up the podcast, but I'm just blown away by Bob Baffert, so please give me your take on him. Thank you. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, we, we got the gist there. <laughs> Awkward dismount. <laughs> <laughs> um, I included this question um, because Bob Baffert is kind of like an enigma to me. He's just a... I don't know. He, the only time we ever talk about him is during one of the uh you know he's a five-day run every year right? one of the, yeah well, yeah during the kentucky I guess derby. Maybe, I mean, all, all the triple crown races well, really the, isn't the preakness coming up um like, in the next week yeah. yeah you got the preakness and the belmont i believe the other two yeah. right i've always um, been yeah. a big belmont guy yeah but this guy this guy is just screams wealth to me more than probably anyone else just because the way he looks and you only see him at these you know these of uh, these horse races like, right. like the Kentucky Derby and he has the white hair and like you mentioned the the blue sunglasses I think they're prescription they're like they're glasses you think they're transitions lenses yeah <laughs> not transition into blue n- not transition but they're prescription prescription sunglasses sunglasses yes okay. you want to take a guess at his net worth uh, uh yes I would love to I just looked it up um a lot of money in that sport as we know uh, I think his net worth is between two fifty and three hundred million. No, that's way too high. I was gonna say seventy million. That's way too high. I'll say one I'll say one twenty five. Well you will be surprised to learn his net worth, according to celebritynetworth.com, is ten million dollars. Wow. Okay. Which is a lot lower. I would have said yeah. I would have said a hundred or something close to that. Cause I don't know, dude, the guy's an icon he is. in the sport. He's, he's the, the guy. horse trainer. And this is a sport where Horse owner and trainer, so he's not just training. He owns these horse, some of these horses. Okay. And the, these things go for, you know. Yeah, it's a well. You a lot know of money what? Studying. You know what the yeah the money stud is fees. made is in the stud fee. I think like one one sample is like several hundred thousand dollars. I didn't even realize that until like a couple of years ago. Yeah, and I was like shocked. I guess it makes sense. I all, mean, all the horses that perform basically in the Kentucky Derby run. Mm-hmm. It's probably a better way to say that. Um, they all have just stupid lo- bloodlines. Yeah. So I actually had to look up who this was. 
um, when we when I saw the rundown because I was like, who the hell is this? And then I recognized him as soon as I saw yeah. the picture. Everyone knows what this guy looks like if you ever watch one of these races, and we right. all watch them. And then I knew who he was, and then. But when when you're uh, someone like this who's kind of iconic, you know, he's definitely iconic in the sport of horse racing. But um, you can get away with a signature look much easier when you are someone of importance. I, yeah, I don't think it's a bit. I think it's a signature look. It's a much signature like look. you have the like college football coaches who like wear a visor or wear a vest or what did Jim Trestle do? Did he wear the vest he or was the, the visor? Vest. Okay. I think it's kind of like that. It's your signature look. I don't think this is a bit. I also think this is bad taste. It's personally. Ba- they're ugly. He screams to me new money. And not in a, like in a bad way, but like he seems like the dude who made his money in like the 80s when the this was like The sport seems screams old money to me. The sport screams old money. But he dresses like he, new money trash in the sport. Exactly. Okay. And some of the people who are old money in the Kentucky Derby just put off the vibe that they're just like extravagant old money. Like you've got the old money people who just like know they're old money and like pretty chill. But I feel like if you're running a horse in the Kentucky Derby, like you fucking want to show people that you've got money, right? Like, I think so. Like if you're getting into, I mean, I don't know. I actually don't really know anything about horse racing. I think, so. I think most of the reason, like, the people get into the sport is just a flex. There's a stunt. It's on, a, it is a flex. I like mean, just a stunt on people. Yeah. Like to buy to own a horse that runs in a, you know, a horse that runs in a race. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. But to me, I think this guy. I don't think it's a bit. I think it's his signature look that yes. happens to also be awful. You know like, who jacked this look? Little John. <laughs> Little John. Little John. Then? You never see him without sunglasses. But like blue sunglasses? Not blue, but just like he doesn't go anywhere without them. You know what I mean? Though, like there are certain famous people who have like their signature thing that they do, and makes them more recognizable. It's branding, basically. Fred Durst in the backwards cap, for example. We're big Fred Durst guys. The band aid. Uh, I forgot his name. The guy with the the Smokey the Bear hat. The uh, Pharrell. Pharrell Pharrell with the that hat. See, I'm just I'm I'm thinking more along the lines. I mean, it's the same thing, but like of coaches who just wear the same thing. Spurrier's got the. It could also be like. Somewhat superstitious, you know, because I feel like that's that in the sports world, like that's more of a thing is like wearing a lot of the same things because you're superstitious. Could be. Did his horse win? Uh, I don't believe he trained the horse that finished uh, technically second, but he won the race. Right, right, right. right. I don't think that was one of his. Okay. He, uh, he only usually only trains the, you know, the favorites. Yeah. He's the guy. He's the he's trainer the in the sport. Yeah. I wonder who he trained this year. Was it the guy? Was it the horse that like lost on the technicality? I, I, I believe so. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we could look it up fairly. Easily. I do love though that this guy thought that this is that really that he had the foresight twenty years ago to just make this a whole bit. Like I think if if that was true, it would be really enjoyable. But I think this guy just has bad taste. I'm looking at our Google, our outline right now, which is on Google Doc, and mm-hmm. it tells you like who's in the document. Are you oh. looking at this, Dave? It says, you, it says you're in it, and then there's a little weird-looking icon. If you hover over it, it says there's an anonymous Kraken viewing is it this me? page. What the hell is that? Have you ever seen that before? Uh, no, I don't know. What, it, what does that mean? It's an anonymous Kraken. I don't know. It's a, like, the little thing's like a monster. Yeah, that it's, makes me uncomfortable. It's a little ominous. I don't like that. I don't either. But uh, everything looked to be in order, so yikes. Okay, if I run down, it's messed we get to up. the next question? All right. Yeah. Um, hey, Dylan, Sally, and Dave. I have two fit questions. First question, 
What are your takes on button downs with a button collar and a tie? I work for a company where I go into banks often and sometimes I pull this off. My boss thinks it's a trash move, but I would love to hear your thoughts. Next question. What are your thoughts on Oxfords with no-show socks? Thanks again for making every day a better day when I listen to you guys. Love you. I totally agree with your boss. I think it is a trash look to wear a button-down collar with a tie. It's old school. Um, Is it old school? Yeah. I personally despise a button-down collar. I don't know why. I just... I'd hate the look of it. When Will wears those shirts, he hasn't in a really long time, but like, I just don't like them. You mean without it, just casually without a tie, you're saying? I just don't like the shirt in general. Like, I don't okay. get, understand the point of a button. Like, you're talking about the shirts where the collar, like. Yeah. The, the collar buttons. Yeah. To the, yeah, to just the to the shirt. Yeah, I don't like those shirts. I don't know why. I think it looks weird. I used to wear them a lot. I, I don't really do much anymore. But yeah, you can't wear that with a tie. To me, Dave says it's old school. To me, it's like. Um, like your your starter shirt, like you're like oh I need to buy a suit for a job interviews. I'm 23. Um, let me go buy a cheap shirt somewhere and it's gonna have a button down. It screams um old Ralph Lauren polo button down. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you just get a regular shirt. Sorry, bro. Fly fly collars where it's at. Yeah, that's that's the look. You're probably fine going into banks because like banks just seem like they're old school. But if your boss is telling you it's trash, I mean it's usually you a good shouldn't idea. do it. Yeah. Um, I used to have friends, this is a long time ago, like college days, they would have a one of these shirts with a collar that buttons down, and they would unbutton it and just let the ends of their collars just fly. I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? And like, well, I don't, I don't have a tie on. Like, okay, that's not really what it's for. It's just, you're supposed to have it buttoned down at all times. You know this. Yeah. Well, so like I said idiot. that to Will one time when we first met. I was like, what's the point of this? Why don't you just leave them unbuttoned? And he was like, I would look so stupid. And then he showed me, and I was like, yeah, you look really stupid. You should keep them buttoned. Which you is why always I, have to keep them buttoned. In general, I just hate that type of shirt. Okay, that's fair. I, it's like an aesthetic thing for me. I just don't like it. I don't know why. What was the second question about? Oxford's with no socks. What, Oxford, those are shoes? It's what a is, dress shoe. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like the, you know. I'm actually a huge up. fan of this. I, I'm i very team no sock. Um, you, I see people do it with suits too. I mean, Will's done it with a suit. With the suit, yeah. You know who did it is Phil Battaglia did it on his wedding day, wore dress shoes with no socks. Really? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do this for work though. I would wear socks. I wouldn't wear an, I wouldn't wear Oxford with no socks. To me, an Oxford shoe like Dave just showed me pictures. Now I know exactly what we're talking about here. Just a traditional like suit dress shoe. I agree. I'm more. I like the no socks with the loafer. Yeah, with the I, loafer. I agree that's, about that's that. That's what I was gonna Oxford, say. Oxford though, something about something with laces and no socks. It's just too classy to to. I agree. To show your hairy ankle. Definitely not if you're going. Will's into banks never worn an Oxford without socks. Or no shoes. I don't socks. think Will. I, I doubt Will even owns. I don't even a, a think pair Will of Oxfords. owns Oxfords. But I do think there is a time and a place if you are like can pull it off to have dress shoes like with a suit where you're not wearing socks. That even if they lace up, I totally agree about the loafers without socks. Though I think you can absolutely do that. No socks. Yes, but not Oxfords. Oxfords, especially if you're at work, I just feel like that no. doesn't look. That looks like you're maybe forgot to wear socks. Even though you have no shows on, and then that looks not great. If you're wearing Oxfords, it means you're classing it up. Like you, you don't just wear that to a casual day at the office. Most people don't. Maybe if you work on Wall Street or something. But those are like this is like a wedding or a banquet suit shoe. Right. I mean they're they're like cla- they're classy. They, they have some modern ones that are a little bit more. It's like a, almost a hybrid with like a, between like a tennis shoe and an Oxford. But still, I, I don't I don't think it looks good either way. 
I don't know. I think it depends on the person and the shoe. Do you have thin ankles that you want to show off? And also, what's the cut of your pants? You know, like, if you're going to wear, like, some shorter pants. Not shorter pants, but, like, ankle ankle length pants. I Just, there's a lot of variables, so I would probably just wear You socks. definitely don't want to do that with a cuff. Like, if no, it's a cuff yeah. pant. Oh. Like, you want, like, a modern, slim, slimmer pant, then it might look okay. And oh. that that is, like, in style right now. It's, like, wearing, like, a slimmer pant yeah. with dress shoes with no socks. Man, I, I can't get behind the uh, the short pants these days. But I think that's a very specific look. Like, I not 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 trying to offend any of you, but I don't think either of you could pull it off. You've got to no. be like very like lanky w- and skinny to have that situation. I went happening. to buy a suit like a month and a half, two months ago, and a lady helped me out. And she we were talking pants, and she's like, "Okay, do you want to like do you want a traditional long pant that's going to break over your shoe, mm-hmm. or do you want to do like literally every guy who works here?" And she pointed and. Literally everyone who like worked there, capris. they had, they were like, you could see their whole ankle. It was, I was like, absolutely not. Like, no offense to these guys, but that's just definitely not me. Yeah. It looked, to me, it looks ridiculous. But I know it's very I don't popular. think it looks ridiculous. I I'm not very fashion forward. Person, I'm not very fashion though. forward, though. People know this. Like, I can see Barrett doing something like that. Oh, of course. And it would be totally normal on Barrett. But for me, I would just look stupid. I would look totally uncomfortable and out of place. I don't even know what kind of shoes you wear with it. You wear like, like you that. wear like an a lace up dress shoe that you don't wear socks with. Okay. That's that's yeah. The, you can't wear socks. The time and the place. Yeah. You can't be wearing socks with like ankle pants where they can see like a whole two inches of your sock. That's weird. Right. Right. That that then you look so many, stupid. So many moving parts when you do stuff yeah. like that. You know. Let's do the next one. Good Dave. question. What's up, Dylan, Sally, and Dave? LTFT here. So I'm 23 and engaged, and we'll be getting married May of next year fucking pumped my question is how do i go about asking my boys to be in my wedding party what are some meaningful ways to ask the boys to be in my wedding party (laughs) without breaking the bank he did indeed i know y'all will crush this advice thanks love y'all p.s frat dave please chime in also uh sir the part in this that uh throws me off a little bit he says how do i do this without breaking the bank so you don't, you don't need to spend money to I ask. I think he's your, referring to if you look at any girl who's gotten married in the past like eight years, one of the big trends is like asking people to be your bridesmaid with like a whole thing. Like you take them out to lunch and give them a box with a bottle of champagne in it, and like maybe like a candle and some other stuff. Or you send it to them and then they like reply to you and probably post it to oh, social yeah. media. I think that that's all that's over the top. One, I'm not going to do that. My sister just asked me to be in hers, and she gave me, like, a little, like, she's getting married in Mexico. It had to do with that. Um, And I've been asked like that before, and also, like, getting a bottle of wine is amazing. But I also think guys don't really need to do this. That That's definitely a girl thing where you, like, take them out to lunch, ask them, give them, like, some sort of gift. I don't know that you have to reciprocate that as a guy. I don't know. I, what did y'all do? I don't um, know. I just pulled all my guys aside. I, I did it all in person. I just mm-hmm. pulled them aside one by one whenever I just happened to run into them. Like it was, I, I, it was not very formal at all. Dave, I think I did all of mine on the phone. Really? Yeah, I remember when I did it. It was right around, uh, right around the NFL draft. So I got inspired by the videos come out. The teams release videos of like Jerry Jones, wherever the owner is, calling the guy and be like, you know, Zeke. Jerry Jones, <laughs> yeah. Dallas Cowboys. We're going to go ahead and take it, you know? So I was doing kind of a mock 
like I was Jerry uh, Jones. It's very own brand for you. Yeah, yeah, I did something like that. That's cool. Um, I think a fun way to do it is if you invited all the guys out to a dinner, um, and then like you sit down and you know drinks come and you're like, hey, let me pose a toast real quick, and you're like. And you ask them that way. Like, I want you guys to be my groomsmen. Right. And That'd if you can't cool give them it. all together at the same time, then just, like, take them out for a beer. Yeah. I, whoever, whoever can't make it, uh, just... Yeah. You're going to get them. them a groomsman gift anyway. So you don't need to get them an additional gift. Like, yeah, don't shell out Don't for this. get, like, them, a, you know, a money clip or anything to, like, ask them to be in your wedding. I don't think that that's necessary. Yeah, I've, I've been in five or six weddings, not to brag, but I've never had anything other than either, like, hey, let's go get a beer or a phone call. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say I ruined this moment for three out of four of Will's <laughs> wedding party invites. How so? In the past like three weeks. What did you do? Because I just, well, one time he was in New York a couple weeks ago and I was on the phone with him on speaker and I was like, are you going to ask Brady? And Brady was like, what? And then I, so I ruined that. And then, Sally. and then we were in Mexico <laughs> with two of them and I was like, hey, Fokker and Drew, like, Will has to ask you something. And Will was like, Are you? I was hammered. It was, I, so I totally ruined his moment and I felt really bad about it. And Will's like actually super mad about it, which makes sense because, yeah, it, I, what, I can kind of, it was it. like a really heartfelt thing. Cause I think getting asked to be in somebody's wedding can be like, it's very personal. Did and, Will cry asking? No, but I think he was like about to cry of me, like, taking over his moment and being hammered and just hijacking the whole situation. So I, I'm sorry, Will. He doesn't even listen to this podcast probably, so he probably won't hear this, but I'm sorry. What a bitch. Yeah. I asked my best man actually Will, in, a, not you. in a pedicab. Well, he did He did ask Once. his best man Like going through downtown himself, Austin. But I uh, I messed up the other, the other invites. Shaking my head at you. Well, you know why? Because like I'm only having my sisters, and so they already know that. Like I wanted to like have a little attention, ask some people. Ooh, um, so you can have Harry. No, we're asking Harry to do the ceremony. Really? Uh-huh. So your sisters are your bridesmaids. Uh huh. Do you have a maid of honor? Lily. Okay. Yeah, we kind of just decided that a long time ago. Like okay, they're you know. So the Emily other two were expecting it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm Lily's. She's mine. Okay. It's just easier that way. Man. And like. My other two sisters don't want to do it. They're like, they They're don't care. It. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> okay. Having sisters is really, it's super nice because then I can just have them and no one else. Although my niece did tell me she wants to be my maid of honor. She's going to be nine at the time, so I don't know if she's going to be able to plan a great bachelor So you all, party. all each have three then? No, we're having four. I'm having my niece as a junior bridesmaid. Oh, okay. I see. Aww. Yeah. Y'all going to do the flower girl thing? Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. That that is the one thing I'm having a couple of my friends' kids, so I'm gonna ask them. I'm I'm gonna give them a gift because they're like a kid, you know. They yeah. care more about yeah. that shit. I like that. Yeah, exciting times. You know what you could do? Just a thought. If you want to get your boys over, maybe order some food. Hit up Postmates. They're like, hey guys, come on over. I'm gonna Postmates some uh, chicken express or something. You is know, that, anything. Is that? That's, that's a good way to do it. That's Ch- what I would do. Just Chicken Express with with the boys. Yeah. Or instead of having them over, you could just postmate something to them. Ooh. You know, and they don't even leave their apartment, and you. Hey, you, enjoy this fried chicken. By the way, dude, that'd be by tight. The, like they're like, what? Why did I get this random meal? And you're like, I postmated it to you because it's convenient, <laughs> and also, will you be my groomsman? Man, I wish somebody would do that for me. Yeah. Well, whether you need red wine at four, sushi at nine, breakfast burrito at eight a.m. 
Dude, Postmates. Everybody knows about Postmates. Y'all know what it is, man. Anything you're craving, they can deliver. The largest on-demand network in the United States. They offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, traditional retailers you could possibly want or need 24 hours a day, 365. They're going to bring it to you within the hour. Dude, don't get off the couch. Just don't. Have y'all ever Postmated? I one time Postmated. I think it was right before uh, we went to Eisenhower's for some company something, and I Postmated Advil and some uh, allergy nasal spray. To the bar? To the bar. I love that. It was great. Because I was like, I can't leave, and I'm dying. It was like allergies were so and bad. And they came through for you. Yeah. Yeah, they did. That's what they do. Uh-huh. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses. Track your delivery in real time. That's my problem, man. I'm just tracking that shit. Yeah, I like you to track know. Dave, everything. you know what else they do? They they always have like a, a $3.99 like delivery fee on yeah. certain restaurants. You mm-hmm. know who's always on there? Chili's. Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chili's is always on Get there. Get a I always, cheap, I always... cheap uh, triple dipper to your door. I can't believe that they're that cheap, but they are. Yeah. So for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code MAILIN. Promo code MAILIN, M-A-I-L-I-N. That's code MAILIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. That's a freaking amazing deal, actually. It really is a good deal. Wow. It sure is. Let's do... uh, Oh, we got an email here. Ready? Yeah. My buddy from college, who I have now known for 10 plus years, is getting married in a few weeks. I'm going on his bachelor party and we still see each other a few times a year. I also have been dating a girl for two years now, and him and his fiance have known her since we first started dating. We've done a lot together as couples since then. However, I received the wedding invitation and it is addressed solely to me. Ooh. It may just be a mistake, but I really figured that since they both have known my girlfriend for two years and they get along great with her, plus I'm shelling out 600 plus to go on the bachelor party before we actually get there, that uh, I would have gotten a plus one. Should I bring it up to him and ask? Yikes. This is tough. Uh, two plus years, obviously that that's in the plus one zone. If you guys are doing couple stuff already, yeah. That's, this is weird. Uh, the only thing that I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here, maybe it's just a really small wedding, and they just want no. family and close friends. But this is, it could be a mistake, or it could be they're sticking it to you for something we don't know about. But this is a, this is messed up. I think you got to ask. Definitely. To me, this is oversight on their part, probably. Or maybe it's on purpose. Maybe they hate the girlfriend. Hopefully that's not the case. But like, you've been dating her for two years and his fiance, like he and his fiance have met her multiple times. They, I mean, you've been dating her for two years. That's like long-term relationship territory. I don't know if asking is the move though. I think asking is the move. And here's why. Because, okay. Because I think if it's a mistake and they realize it, they're going to feel super bad. And if it's not a mistake, then it's maybe something you should know. Like, and if you, I, I would say it in a way that's like, Hey, I noticed the invitation came to just me. Uh, I didn't like, am I allowed to bring Sarah? Whatever. And if, if not, if it's a small wedding, like that's totally fine. What, whatever you need to say to make it like less awkward on him. Cause maybe it is a small wedding and then he's going to be like, Hey, we just like couldn't, we don't have enough space and you just be like, okay, cool. But I think for two years, like, and especially if you're at the two year mark, that's territory for someone like that you could possibly end up with. And if you're going to invite him and his freaking now wife to your wedding, like she, your girlfriend deserves to be there. I've always said that you should 
invite who you want to your wedding unapologetically. Like it should be your decision and your decision only who you want to be in attendance at your biggest, you know, your most important day of your life. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's it's dangerous for me to do this because you could be potentially just poking the bear a little too much. And maybe there's some underlying issue that you don't know about and maybe you should know about it, but is this the time to bring it up? I don't know. I get your point, but I only think that that's if like he'd only been dating her for six months. Because I had I've had friends where like this has come up where they've been dating somebody that's clearly serious, but they've barely like been dating for that long and don't know the couple that's getting married, so they didn't get a plus one. But you've been he's been dating her for two years. Like mm-hmm. that's that's my advocate of he should ask because if he's close enough to this guy to go on the bachelor party, okay, he's close enough to get the truth as to why he didn't get a plus one. Especially um, if it's a mistake and then the, he needs to My guess it. is it's just a mistake. Right. Because this is, it's too egregious not to be. Right. Especially since you're going on the bachelor party. If you were just a friend who was not bachelor party material friend, then it would be a little bit more acceptable not to get a plus one. Right. But it's almost it's almost an unspoken rule that if you are close enough to be in a wedding party with someone, then boom, you get a plus one. That's just an automatic thing. Especially right. Especially if you've known her, if they've known her for two plus years. My guess is just complete oversight and on, an honest, harmless mistake. And you could get cleared up, but there's a chance that it this goes poorly. Right. Uh, yes, I think ask him with caveat, knowing that there's a chance they could come back and be like, "Well, we hate your girlfriend." Yeah, your feelings could get hurt here, and yeah. hers as well. So just, I would try to take a time, take time with your friend. That's gonna just be the two of you, not in front of anybody else. Where if it gets awkward, like it's gonna be okay. Maybe bring it up at the end of the bachelor party. You know. If they say, yeah, we just don't want her there, like we don't like her, do you tell her that or do you make something up? Uh, I think you make something up. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Unless unless they're like using this as an intervention to get him away from his girlfriend. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe hey, dude, sucks. maybe your girlfriend just sucks. Like I'm pretty sure at Dave and sucky. Alyssa's wedding, when Will had just started working with them and then Will got like the the oral invite and then I think later an invitation I don't think I was included and I remember Alyssa specifically saying to me like hey I didn't include you on the invitation because I knew that you couldn't come like I don't want you to be offended about that so maybe there is a reason why she got left off I just wasn't sure about you honestly it was my call I just wasn't sure how long had y'all been together at that point uh y'all got married in October yeah, what, like eight months. We'd been together for six months. Okay, but I was like living in. We were long distance. I think she six knew that is, I couldn't go. Is a about when it becomes plus one. And, and also, Will originally wasn't invited. Like he didn't get to save the date or anything because like they had just y'all had known sure. him for like six months. Yeah, I didn't know Will till his first day of work. So, outside of like our online stuff, right? So it would have. It was a weird situation, but Will I also came, showed up, no socks. Yeah, he was wearing no socks. So he had to do it to us. Yeah, he did it. We have um, one more. I bet this is just my opinion. This is an oversight. I think so too. And Hopefully. that's why I think he should ask. Because yeah, if it is, then that's going to be really awkward if he doesn't bring the girlfriend the and the fiance is like, where's so and so? Because if your girlfriend sucks, you it it pro, it's probably on your radar that she sucks. You have an, yeah, you have, yeah. You have an, have an inkling that this could be the reason for that. It doesn't sound like that's what's going on here. I think it's an oversight as well. And one I more. I should say something. One more as they uh, do the weed eater outside. I hope we can't hear that. Love that. <laughs> hey, Dylan, Sally, and Dave, what's the best health trend you've picked up on? On the flip side, what's the worst health trend you've tried? I threw this one in here uh, mostly for you two because I don't, I don't really do like. Special was your worst health, diet. worst health 
trend. Oh, that was a tongue twister. Uh, just eating a shit ton of avocados and gaining immediate weight. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> just gaining bad weight. I went to town on avocados. Yeah. Like I, Dude, I those get many. old fast, too. Yes. I'm a big yeah. avocado guy, but yeah, uh, if you're eating them multiple a day, it's like, oh, this is too much avocado. Yeah. Um, I, I dabbled with intermittent fasting after the, we got laid off. It lasted like a month, so I didn't really see much of a, an effect from it. But I don't know any health trends you guys have liked or disliked. Um, you do the whole 30 shit. Okay, I, this is so easy for me. Two health trends that I like are Bulletproof Coffee. Mm. And it's not even... It's not is that even, a health trend? What do you mean? What's going on? What do you mean? It's trendy. Yeah, it's like last trend. five years. It's been... Yeah, that's like a... Like I would call it optimized coffee. Yeah, like in general. Yeah, Um, and it's not because I like see health benefits of it. It's just because I like the way it tastes and it makes me uh, like have a higher caffeine. I don't know. I feel like I last longer. Whole thirty would probably be my other one, which I also would not call health trend. I would call it more of like a lifestyle, complete lifestyle change, which I don't do all the time. How is it a lifestyle change if it's a thirty day diet? Because I think you're supposed to take that diet and then recognize what foods don't agree with you and then change your life my main problem with with diets is that there's a timetable on a lot but of i them. wouldn't call it's more of a reset it, that's that's all language i like the way eating whole 30 or paleo makes me feel personally and yeah. like when i say paleo i'm really just saying like cutting out grains and sugar and alcohol like, and not making like keto paleo treats and shit like, like i don't care about i see these people who do cleanses uh-huh um, soup cleanses, maybe? Just, a soup cleanse. <laughs> a cleanse, you know, the, the cayenne pepper one and the lemon juice, whatever that shit is. And it just like flushes their body, right? And it's really good for their system. But then when they're finished with it, they just go back to eating like shit again. Like, what, what's the, what was the it's point like of that? they do it when they get back from Coachella. It's like, right. what are you doing? So I will say this. Um, cleanses were going to be my bad health trend that I picked up. So we did the soup cleanse. Half of that was because I was like, well, if I'm on an all-liquid diet before Mexico, I'm going to lose some bloating. Which would be great. But I have done the master cleanse, which is the like lemon juice, cayenne, pepper. Uh, I think it's like agave, something else. And you straight up drink like a gallon of it a day for like, I don't even remember how long. It was like 10 days. It's a long ass time. We did it in college. And I am not kidding. I like the day that I got off, it was like the drunkest I've ever gotten because I hadn't eaten anything in 10 days. Sure. Uh, and it is horrible like you can't eat anything like when we were on the soup cleanse it was like here do this but like also eat regular foods like you okay. can eat like whole foods like have some protein or like have a vegetable that was just like a like a supplement i guess um i've also done a juice cleanse i will say the soup cleanse non-spawn was a lot better than a juice cleanse because the soup cleanse like has some substance to it at least substance right? yeah it was like drinking smoothies right whereas a juice cleanse i legitimately felt like i was drinking sugar water and like my i remember my teeth like getting stuck together because of how much sugar i was having like I sugar just, there's a lot of sugar in that yeah it's all fruit like okay and i just felt like i mean i just remember being like i was doing it when i was on night shift because i was like this will be so easy to do because i really never got hungry on night shift and my teeth were like coated in a film of sugar. I was like, I think I'm getting diabetes. It was awful. Nasty. And there was no health benefit to it. It's not like I lost weight or anything. I was just like drinking excess amounts of sugar, I felt like. Yeah. Speaking of someone who doesn't really get involved in like these health trend diet stuff, I would say don't try not to do something that you can't 
sustain long term. Right. Like if it's going to change your lifestyle, then yeah, it's probably pretty pretty good. But for me, whole thirty eating like that, like I eat like that, like eighty percent of the time. So doing it and then resetting like every few months whenever I am like getting really out of control, like maybe right, especially usually we do it in January because of December, I'm like at all these Christmas parties and stuff like that. That makes sense to me. And that's a diet that I can eat for the most part and not feel restricted. But I also think one of the biggest things about the health trends that is not good is like you should never be cutting out full food groups from your diet. Yeah. So like... Uh, here's a, a health trend that I think is a really good one. Uh, exercise. Yeah, it's a great one. Exercise. It's really good for you. Physical health, mental health, and it becomes a lifestyle and you do it a lot and it it's awesome. A lot of people forget about that one. It's kind of a big one. Uh, most people don't, but... One thing, though, I think the biggest <laughs> thing that people don't want to hear about health trends is like what's always going to be the best trend is just eating healthy and working out. And... Everyone wants some, like, quick fix. For me, like, that's what a cleanse does not do is, like, oh, I'm going to, like, lose a couple of pounds in a few days, and then you, I'm going to gain it all back. Whereas, like, the reason that I eat the way that I do mostly Whole30 is because it's something that, like, makes me feel mentally better and, like, physically better. Um, and people forget. Like, people just want, like, a fast fix. So, like, doing, like, the 21-day, like, reset, blah, 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 like – where you're like, I, I remember one time my mom did this like diet where she like ate an orange in the morning and then like had broccoli and chicken it for lunch. It was like the same thing for 21 days. And mm-hmm. I was like, you're going to lose your mind. Oh, absolutely not. And people may argue that Whole30 is like that. Have you ever had grilled days, chicken three days in a row? Oh my God, no. The third day, it's it's like you, t- you can't even eat it. it, I, it I have to have so, so much variety it. in my diet or I like get so I'm bored. sick of grilled chicken by the second bite. Same. It's just, Same. it's so bland. I actually kind of hate grilled chicken. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, like, if I, when I see like, oh, like in a central market or a Whole Foods, like prepared counter, it's just grilled chicken breast. I'm like, sick. Who's yeah. doing that? It's just, there's just nothing to it. It's just so meat. Awful. Tasteless meat. That's Dave's favorite health trend, trend though, is just grilled chicken. Just grilled chicken. And, and He really wants those grill marks on it too. Dude, it gets so old. It does. So old. Yeah, we, especially uh, grilled chicken breasts. Like, talk about having no flavor. There was a chicken a, thighs are great. Though. I saw chicken a picture, thighs are way better. I saw a picture on Twitter that I think went viral recently. It was this guy who was in his kitchen. He was shirt off, just totally shredded, and he had he he was meal prepping. He had just like this lifeless look on his face, but he was sitting in front of you know seventy containers of brown rice and grilled yeah. chicken and broccoli. Maybe oh no! Like imagine eating grilled chicken that I'm sure it doesn't have any seasoning on it. Brown rice. And broccoli for seven days. That's in a row. like eating cardboard. That's terrible. That, that'll make you depressed. Like yeah. you can't. There's no way to go the through. Variety is the spice of life. You got man. Uh, I'll tell you this. A lot of people have real success on keto. Like I've heard from people. I did keto for a little while. It's fucking hard. Eating that much fat. People think it's just like oh, it's low carb, right? It's not just low carb. You have to eat a fuckload of fat. And it's not, it's more fat than protein, which is really hard to do, honestly. And it gets really old Mm -hmm. and eating like that for every meal. And for me, somebody who's got a pretty high metabolism and like feeling full, that was hard as hell. So that's not something I I plan on doing again. Although I did kind of feel the mental effects of it. Do they give you like a specific amount you're supposed to have per day? Yeah, I I did the macros. Yeah. It was, it was just hard. It was like avocado. I was eating avocado again, back to that. Yeah. With like almost every meal. 
which for breakfast with eggs, that gets real old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eggs get real old, but um, you, you can at least mix those up um, when you're not do, trying to do keto. Uh, I'm a big fan of paleo. I think you mentioned that. Yeah. Paleo gives one. you a little bit more room. And it, it actually, if you think about it, it just kind of makes sense. To me, I think what is easiest for me is knowing what foods I need to stay away from because they make me feel like shit. And then just like making meals out of that. When I have to get into the point where I'm like counting stuff or like having to do specific things or a certain amount of protein and this and yeah. that, that's when I like get really bored and like annoyed. And so then I just give up. So like... I can just stick to what I know and pull things out of my like as long as I can like just avoid certain things that make me feel like crap for the most part it's pretty easy I feel like this is a good segue into our supplement talk real quick oh you got something for me yeah well, bon- this is bonus supplement talk this is bonus supplement talk Lay it so on me. I'm actually gonna do whatever you recommend I'm going to do okay so just so this is what I mind. take daily so I take twice a day 400 milligrams CoQ10 which is good for your heart but also really good for women for your fertility so i might skip that one. you're already on estrogen blockers well that's but coq10 is actually really good for your heart so that's what i'm okay. doing i do magnesium supplements twice a day which helps for sleep for the most part for me and like helping reduce a lot of my stress also good for building testosterone mm-hmm. in the male magnesium body. like the entire population is really chronically low on magnesium magnesium deficient Bunch of beta society yes beta culture um then i take uh like this biotin the hair skin and nails thing that i got at whole foods twice a day i take a vitamin b12 supplement that is good for my energy but i have to take it at night because if i take it in the morning it gives me a headache if you don't eat a lot of red meat you're losing out on a lot of b vitamins take an yeah. energy supplement at night that doesn't seem smart because well, it like it just ups your levels i don't know okay. and then i take uh this vitamin, I'll send you the bottle that like literally tastes like shit, but I know that it's got all the shit in it because it tastes really vitamin-y. So yeah, turn that, your that's what neon. you want. Yeah. Oh, like so neon. I always love that. The first yeah, time too. I took it, I was like, what's happening? Like, why is my pee like this crazy yellow color? And then I realized it was because of the vitamin. I also take uh, two fiber gummies every night, you know, keeping it on lock, keeping it one probie. The raw probiotics that you have to keep in your fridge. Mm. And then I um, I don't take any like fish oil or anything, but it's because I have a, I eat a lot of oil in my diet, like a lot of grass-fed butter and stuff, so I don't feel like I need the additional oil. Okay. And then um, what's the other one I take? I take something else. I can't remember what Metamucil? it is. Metamucil? No, not Metamucil oh. wafers. Uh, oh, and then I take melatonin mm. daily because I cannot daily? sleep. How many milligrams? Just five. Five? That stuff messes with me. So now I'm like totally immune to it, I think. It puts me down, but it also wakes me up in the middle of the night a lot. I like, I cannot sleep worth at all. Like I just, I think it's school. I think it's stress. I just, a lot of what I need to be doing is probably like not watching TV before I go to bed, but I do it anyway. I I accidentally took a 10 milligram uh, melatonin one time and it, it fucked me up the next day. I was yeah. Dragging. That'll make you groggy. Five is my limit. Yeah. We have three and five, and five is as hard as I go. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine are three, and they they tell you take two of them, so six. If you don't eat a lot of fish, which I don't think you do, no, I'm I don't make that fish. snap judgment about you. You should definitely be doing omega threes, fish yeah. oils. Those are huge. Good fish for what? Like cholesterol are, and what's it good for? Yeah. Really good for your joints. Really good for your brain too. Yeah. Um. 
Another one that you could do krill oil that's like more concentrated than it's a little more grease. expensive, but it's better. I think it's yeah, better. It right? is a little bit better. What's it called? Krill oil. Krill oil. Okay. Yeah. We've been giving Randy sardines, so he like one thing a week, mixing it with his food. And he fucking loves it. But trying to get his taurine. You ever up. put a? Oh, you know Rosie had to be on taurine supplements. Really? Yeah. Do you want ours? That's when they thought she had a heart problem, and we had to spend eight hundred dollars oh, on her. Yeah. So. The lady we got Randy from, she texted me and she's like, hey, I read this thing about um, a lot of doggers who have, I can't remember the name of the condition, but it's like... Dilated cardiomyopathy? Yeah, she yeah. said, and it's linked to lack of taurine in the mm-hmm. diet, so that's when we started giving Randy sardines. Yeah. Because apparently it's a it's a great and safe... As long as you get the ones that are in water, don't get like the olive oil or yeah. the spicy sardines, but like he gets the bumblebee tuna fresh, <laughs> uh, and he freaking loves it. Of course he does. You Only know the him. best for Randy. Only, Only the, the best, best for, for Ray, man. man. So, so wait, Rosie's taking subs? Yeah. Nice. Not anymore, but she uh, was on them when they were... Text me the name if you don't I got mind. it on Amazon. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. She, we just stick it in a little pill pocket. She loves it. Really? Okay. I like that. Rosie refuses to take pills, but if you put them in a pill pocket, she has no clue. Nice. If you put them in cheese, she'll eat the cheese around it. They're smart like that. She'll... Randy finally figured that out with mm-hmm. his uh, heart and flea. I was going to ask a bonus question, and I can't remember what it was now, and I like had one prepared. Save it. I was ready. We did bonus then, sub talk. That was we good. did bonus sub yeah. talk. Save it. We we've gotten a full episode. In. Okay, I'll, let's, let's wrap it up. I'll figure out what it was. Sally came in sandbagging like I'm a little beaten down. Yeah, and then energy. she just brought heat the whole time. Are you upset with me about my tweet last night about your? Uh, no, no, I thought shit. it was funny. You body. We actually talked about it this morning. You body bagged me pretty good. Damn, Sally, that did numbers. My whole Twitter is just body bagging the three of you. I think I saw less it. Dave actually. You should mostly... body bag me more. Yeah, people like that. I I think I body bag you the least, or not at all, because I'm I know that you'll clap back at me. With something I won't. Mean. I I won't. I, I well, I mean, I might, but if I do, it's just it's all in fun. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that got seven hundred seven likes for me That's so far. Yes. Wow. You so, really, you really. I mean, she really, life. she got you. This is a classic two-part... Di- Whatever, man. I mean, we get it, dude. You're dating. I, that, that's H-G. not even it. I, I don't... What I'm not... Sply. <laughs> I'm not H-G even dating. I'm not even dating yet. Oh, okay. Like you're, just trend, the, it's, you're just at the Sply eating brussies? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> taking down brussies at the Sply, man. Okay. That's all I'm doing. I can't wait till for Dylan to get into Kale in like five years. Oh, like, I'm not messing with Kale. Kale's a, a garnish. It's, it's No. Not kale's kale. not great, although we are going to have a Kale Caesar tonight for dinner. And Ugh. the only way it's good is if you like douse it in a ton of Caesar dressing. But it, it's good for that because it holds up really well. And so it's it's a good option when you're sketched out about romaine. Y'all disgust me. I just go power greens at Central Market. Yeah, but sometimes the power greens are too soft to like hold up the thick Caesar No, you're dressing. right. That, they absolutely So are. you need a crunchy lettuce. And yeah. sometimes I'm worried about E. coli and romaine. You know? No, you should be. I feel yeah. like twice a year we're having to hear that. Yep. All right, guys, we're finished. Did y'all fun? I had a great time. Thanks for lifting me out of my Monday blues. There's now an anonymous jackalope. I don't like it. This, this is third the different weirdest one. There freaking is an thing. anonymous otter. I don't know what this is. I don't. I'm I don't freaked like out. Uh, anyway, don't forget to subscribe, rate five stars, review, and tell a friend if you haven't done all that. Hotline number again: eight 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 three six two mail. That's eight 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 three six two six two four five. Link in the Twitter bio. And you can write in. Because you're listening to this on what day is it going to air? Thursday. Thursday. Send us your questions like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Get them we in. Probably are going to record on Mondays. For yeah, the next we're going to move. Yeah, our schedule is kind of changing. So. Well, just for the, like the next coming weeks. 
Okay. Just for me. Okay. For my convenience. Thank you. All right. Let's all get out of here. Me. Okay. I love you. See bye. you next week. Bye.